There's never been a better time to find out why BetMGM is the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app and place a $10 money line wager on any NBA playoff game. If either team hits a three-pointer in the game, you'll win $200 in free bets. Just use code CHAMPION200 when you make your first bet. Sign up now and discover BetMGM's daily promotions, boosted odds specials, and more. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com and use code CHAMPION200 to win $200 in free bets if either team hits a three in any NBA playoff game. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. Virginia only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-888-532-3500. At JCPenney's Memorial Day Sale, sizzling deals are on with store wide doorbusters all weekend or bring home savings up to 50% during our Memorial Day home sale. Save even more with your coupon and for all former and active military personnel, enjoy an extra 10% off in store. Just show a valid military or VA ID at checkout. Shopping is back. JCPenney. Coupon valid on select styles through 530. Some exclusions apply. Doorbusters valid 526 through 530 and excluded from coupons. See store or jcp.com for details. Hello there, this is Jim the Keys bartender coming to you from Key Largo and specifically from the Catch Restaurant and Bar here in Key Largo. Hello, Bill. Hi, how you doing, Jim? I'm doing great. Um, the uh, Catch Restaurant has a wonderful happy hour, 3.30 to 5. Uh, 6.30. 6.30. Every uh, Monday through there Friday. There you go, not having a drink today, you know, there drinking you tea and I, I can't. I, I can't stay on uh, point here. I'm still thinking uh, I might be overloaded from this weekend. Oh, yeah? Not me. Well, I mean, I actually, I'm kind of. Well, I was, I, I, easy. I was on a cruise this weekend. Oh, so. you were on a cruise. Okay, we're gonna have to talk about that in a, one moment. I'm gonna hear about the cruise. Yeah, we had, we uh, had a good time. I, I drank myself silly. Yeah. Well, uh, well, you know what? It, I just wanted. You know what? I wanted. I want to start off with this uh, uh, charity right here. Okay. It's called Kiss, and it's kids in special situations, and. Uh, it's uh, children in need. It's kind of a, uh, a a local. It is a local Toys for Tots, and they do an intensive. Um, you know, uh, they make sure that the kids get these toys and things like that. And the guy that runs it, Carlos, was at the uh, Rotary meeting this morning. Luke's got a new hat. Yeah, that's oh, a he's fine got another hat. hat. It is a fine hat. Let's not interrupt the. Don't interrupt the charity thing. <laughs> <laughs> Kiss. Trust Incorporated. It's uh, operated out of Tavernier, Florida, um, and it's a 501c3. It is. Uh, uh, it's it's toys for kids. It's it's like toys for tots. It's been uh, doing uh, charitable works down here in the Upper Keys since uh, the late 1980s, around 87. Fantastic. 86. Carlos has been doing it, and uh, if you'd like to uh, make a charitable donation, as you know, you're able to claim on your taxes. You can go. It's KISS, K-I-S-S, that's all capitals, Trust Incorporated. And that's 154 Sebring Drive. That's S-E-B-R-I-N-G Drive, Tavernier, Florida, 33070. And that's a worthy cause. And uh, also Toys for Tots. We do down here. That's we do that we're all collecting the time. It. The and that's, do a they're doing a big ride on that. the. Um, I think it's the 16th. It's the 16th. That, Saturday the 16th. Right. And uh, you know, I mean, that's a that's nationwide. That's a wonderful organization. And uh, since we got all our charitable, and also I think if you go to keylargorotary.org, you can still donate to families or needs. Uh, I've been seeing videos. There's still people living in tents and stuff. Like There's at least 50 kids in Key Largo Elementary that live in hotels and tents uh, down here. And that's Key Largo. I imagine it's much worse when you get down to uh, Big Pine. I was talking to the guy that's got the deli next to the insurance company that I do IT work for down there. I was just down there yesterday. Mm-hmm. And uh, a couple of his, uh, basically all of his employees are living in, he's got a rental property. And they're they're like 
four families living in a three-bedroom house. Yeah. Just wow. because all their houses got wiped out. Okay, so if you were, still would like to contribute to people, it's, you know, it's still been tough down here for the people getting. Some of them have been out of work. A lot of businesses have shut down. We haven't had the, the, the big boost. Uh, we hope uh, Christmas is it, and there's a little drop after Christmas, and then we get into the swing of things, and we'll see what happens in uh, February through Easter down here. Yeah, usually um, once we start getting towards uh, Thanksgiving season, uh, we start picking up. We haven't seen as much of that I, as we would like. We've seen them. We're, we're seeing them, but we're not seeing this of the volume. And like I said, up here in Key Largo, we are good to go. Our businesses are back up, and we're ready to take care of our vacationers. The weather's great. Oh, it's the gorgeous. Couldn't ask the for fishing, better. The fishing's been great because there, obviously there hasn't been a lot of – I don't know what happened if it kept people off the water. Uh, there hasn't been a lot of sport fishermen down here. I don't know. So there's plenty of – We could always ask for us. Okay, yeah, but it just seems to be <laughs> seems like the fishing's been really good because people are coming in. Um, they do cook your catch here at the catch restaurant. Right. Hook and cook, they call it different things. And many of the restaurants do it down here. So um, I want to get back to uh, uh, you were on a cruise. I was. We had a great time. We went okay, on, and uh, the title of this episode is called Hillbilly Snob. <laughs> it's called Hillbilly Snob. Well, I, know I don't know. Luke, Billy Luke, Snob. Luke might have I'll tell you what. I'll tell you about, I got my idea of Hillbilly Snob. But Bill's going to tell us about his cruise. So when he arrived, how do you, what's your cruise attire when you're going? It's like uh, what you wear now? Oh, yeah. No, no I, I, when I first show up, of course, I'm wearing boots and a hat. Yeah. Yeah. You're like that Texas oil man showing up. Yeah, not quite so much. I don't have near as much money. With the big-ass beard and all that big, stuff. Big beard, hat. Of course, once you get on the boat, you, you, you stash your hat in the cabin and pull the hair back in a ponytail. So as soon as, the, as, soon as uh, uh, the bars open, you're there, right? Oh, yeah. No, you get on the boat. There's a bunch of little, uh, actually, it's usually Panamanian guys, but these are little Bahamian guys running around with trays of drinks going, hey, hey. and Yeah. And then what are you doing? You're drinking. Just your... Regular Bud Light or no, what? No, no. I had rum stuff. I had, uh, I actually splurged and we got the drink package, but I splurged a couple times and got some nice, a uh, couple nice scotches. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's yeah, great. Good. We had a, we had a great time. My uh, wife and I had a blast. Got to go Man. over to uh, Nassau, hang out with a buddy of mine that I raced motorcycles with for years. Yeah. He lives over there. Did you do anything that you normally wouldn't do, like uh, participate in any of the activities oh, on board? No. Come on. <laughs> no. Trivia? No. Did you do a belly flop contest? No. Did you compare your sandal toe tans or anything? Sandy was trying to get me to do karaoke, but the talent at the karaoke was uh, fine, damn fine, oh, good, really, really huh. good. I was actually yeah. shocked. Luke, Luke loves karaoke. I know so he loves karaoke. He loves that. He loves that shit. <clears throat> Have you been on a cruise before, Luke? Never. Never. Okay. Okay. We gotta get you. Maybe. We, oh maybe if we could get, uh, you know, as this. Uh, Show progresses as we get a little. <laughs> maybe eventually we can get a little the keys bartender, going. Keys bartender cruise, and then we can do it there, and we'll have Luke. Uh, we'll book uh, Luke and Bill to play, and uh, we'll have a good old time with one of these things. That'd be fun to hang out with. Now but I, I, I left because they did have uh, country music with Carlos one night. With Carlos? With Carlos. Was he a Panamanian guy? Uh, he was. I believe he was Cuban. Cuban car. Oh, okay. Well, that kind of country. He yeah. uh, he actually was a good player, but it was funny to hear the uh, Cuban accent coming through on George yeah. Jones. So he's like Ricky Ricardo and yeah. Hank. Uh, yeah, that, whatever. That, 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 uh, I got a kick Hank? out of that. What, Hank Williams. Uh, Hank Williams. That's it. Junior, senior, or three. Senior. I'm gonna go with. Senior. Okay, you can senior. go with the, anyone, and I'm. Good. I would Yeah, you know, with the and Ricky Ricardo, Hank Hank Williams. That'd be kind of a nice mix. Right there. And now, okay. I laugh like hell. Okay. Well, this is <laughs> this goes hand in hand with the hillbilly snob. Um, you know, it sounds like when you hear when I, it, it just turns out. And it's not just hillbilly. I'm not picking on hillbillies, but anybody that has a particular knowledge that someone lacks, they seem to lord it over you. How you doing, and Chief? They try to. Um, it's just like it's it's just as if. I mentioned some about possum, 
and uh, you know you can put it in a stew and stuff like that. And then one of the hillbillies going to say, you don't put possum in a stew. You make it into you know you use it on a grill or something like that. It's like the anytime I can get you a, possum a in a can. There you Frick go. That's the hell. That's it. That's it. If I was wearing overalls, what do you do with those overalls? Why are you wearing Timberlands with <laughs> overalls? Or that hat doesn't go with that T-shirt? Or uh, now there know. is the bi- there is always the big argument between Levi's, Lee, and Wrangler. There you go. Well, I'm a Levi guys, so uh, uh, well, I'm a Wrangler okay. all the way. Wranglers. Okay. <laughs> I like. Uh, Wait, Lee. It's a wait. Okay, jeans. I don't. Yeah. I like whatever's on sale. Yeah. Okay, and well, I don't like jeans anyway. You make my balls chafe. <laughs> okay, <laughs> there you go. Well, you could try underwear one yeah. time. Yeah. See, well, you can. Yeah. I do have underwear, but um, you know, it's only underwear. The bottoms come out of it. Most of my underwear is wore out. Mom, yeah. uh, oh, yeah. I need some underwear for Christmas. How much we love to talk about your ball sweat. We'd uh, get on to this. The classic snobs, you got Thurston Howe and Lovey, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, Mrs. Uh, Smells, remember that from uh, uh, Caddyshack? Caddyshack? Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, uh, come down to the Yacht Club and you can boogie to some groovy music. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> did I do that? Was that pretty we'll good? Yeah, you did pretty good. We'll get down. <laughs> and uh, there's Mrs. Drysdale. Dale. Oh, yeah. She yeah. always got... Uh, but, you got to think of it. Uh, every time something uh, like Granny or or Jethro or Ellie Mae, when some when Mrs. Drysdale didn't know what was going on, they would go and say, "Are you kidding me? You never had raccoon before, or something like that." <laughs> and that's kind of the reverse snobbery. And that's how well, they thought they, you know, the, a, the, they thought they had a, you know, that's first class eating up in the hills, you know, and they wanted to share their first class. No, but if you show up someplace and you don't behave correctly and you, you, you're, you know, you're not. That's, you're it's almost upon. any group, and, I, and I'm laying off the hillbillies now. I'm just talking about this. any elitist snobs are not just wealthy people. You got no. people that have, I believe, if someone has a particular knowledge or skill or physical attribute, that will try to. Lord over you. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? So if someone's uh, particularly attractive, big, strong, wealthy. Rocket uh, scientist. Oh, oh, I got that there, you know. Uh, Remember, what made me think about the hellbilly snob was when we were a month ago, we are talking about, well, false teeth. If they're not your false teeth, they're totally worthless. And then I was corrected by both of these guys. I got Luke and Bill saying to me, you know, you can use someone else's dentures as long as it's a full plate. And I go, that's a hillbilly stop. Because I had no idea. Yeah. That's a particular knowledge he had. And uh, it's not, I don't know how to cook a possum. I don't know what a we proper stove would do be. That too. Or, I can uh, do that I wouldn't you. wear those overalls with that hat. Uh, but, okay, wait. What sayings you have? There's the, the banjo. Um, you couldn't string a bando, banjo if your outhouse were crooked. Don't don't recall. I just made that up. Okay. Uh, As if Grandma didn't know her moonshine from kerosene. That's pretty good. I I made that that. up. You like that one? Yeah. I just made it up. I was on a um, as good as corn cobs in an outhouse. (laughs) That's not real good. (laughs) Well, no, that's good. But you need a corn cob, an empty corn cob, to wipe your ass. No, you'd much rather have a Sears catalog. Yeah, Sears catalog, almanac. They don't make a Sears catalog anymore, so you're back to corn cobs. Jethro. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna pass on the corn. So we got Charmin. Okay, what other? What other? I can't. I made up three. I made up three. Two of one of them was good. One was all right, and the other was bad. Okay. Hey, I want to hear. Do you have any other kind of thing oh. you throw up? Someone? Hey, boy, you're stupid as a. That boy's about as sharp as a bowling ball. Well, that's Foghorn Leghorn. Yeah. That's Foghorn. That's a, that's, yeah, that's Looney Tunes. Yeah. Foghorn Leghorn's got some true wisdom going on. Okay. We're going to move on to the fishing snob. Oh, man. The fishing snob. There is they nothing worse. Go oh, my God. You go on a boat, and you don't know. Okay. No, there's nothing worse than the uh, catch-and-release bonefish guys with the uh, $6,000 fly rod set up going out there. Bitching at you because you kept a snook. Yeah, well, what the fuck? I don't know this. I, that's why I'm paying you. Yeah, they're like, nah. you're taking on a. Don't treat me like an asshole. 
you know? Um, or you go out and you say, oh, there's the weed line, and you should do this kind of bait you should use here, and this is how long you should drop your... Uh, My hopes for a weed line are a little different. Oh, you mean... No, but and then there's how to hook on a lure, how to when you get when you hook them, how you reel them in. Yeah. I mean, there's a whole bunch of shit they don't know. They don't know that you're supposed to use the silverware on the outside and go inside when they go out and eat some of these guys. And some of these guys are kind of well off, and that's all they do. So that's a fishing stop. And then you got your boat snob. Oh god. They talk about shit about their boat. They talk about the their boats, their engines, how you tie a knot, how you hook up. Here, tie me off here. Well, I've never done that. I mean, I did do it before. Like. I did it on a sailboat, but they would just throw you a line, expect you to know what the fuck you're doing. Yeah, I don't know what the hell's going on. Yeah, on drop that bump, drop the bumper, drop the bumper in between the the dock. You're gonna do the, okay, well, what the fuck? Why don't you just do it yourself? My great wife boat. was in the navy yeah. and she don't remember none of that shit either. <laughs> no, no, but they go and they ask you to do well, that. That's because she was, she, she was an AD. No, she was an armorer. Yes. She, she played with bombs. I was a bosun's mate. I actually tied knots and did that shit. Oh, yeah. Well, you're supposed to know that shit. But then if you went up to the engine room or anything like that sometimes, no. there'd be a ton of shit oh, you might not no. know. No, the and only thing was, I know about the engineers is they always have a yeah. still. Yeah, and there was... Um, <laughs> yeah, you had air threat. You had uh, missile command. You had all this air, different areas on this. But with a boat snob, at the end, you'll be on their boat and stuff like that. You're ready to leave and you forget, like, hey... Don't you know? You got to clean up. Help clean up. I said, no. Why don't you tell me? Just let me know Just what I need to do. Just let me know what I need to do, where I shouldn't go, and don't expect that stuff. Oh, my God. If you go on a sailboat, luff luff that sail. Uh, Could you draw draw the line on the mainsail? What, you're up there with a magic marker? Oh, really? Okay. Uh, Yeah. Oh, the spinnaker. Come on. We got to let out the spinnaker. Now, I, I sailed for a while years ago, but you don't, you know what? You can't expect that. And then when you got a boom hanging around that moving back and forth and shit, you better tell people, say, don't get your head any higher than this. There's a reason why they call it a boom. Yeah, it is or a boom. it would be like a, oh, yeah. a musician going up or a sound but, guy. Hey, man, you got to turn oh, down yeah, that hey. 12K. I, you got a I, high I, ring, man. I saw, I saw some guy that kills me almost go at it, that. a motorboat guy go at it with a sailboat guy. Because the guy, it was fine. It was funny. Because the guy was actually living on a sailboat, but he was a motorboat guy, and he was learning how to sail. And I said, hey, you're a true sailor. Now you're a true sailor. And he goes, I don't know why the fuck these guys say that all the time. Like, we're on a, if you have a motor, you're not a real sailor. Well, you're not a sailor. You're not sailing. No, you're, you're motoring. Right? You're motoring. Man. So you have the um, bar snob. Oh, the bar bar. There could be the wine snob, the cocktail snob. The There's beer a bartender. Snob. I'm a beer There's, snob. Beer snob. Okay, no, but they come in, they say shit about the beer, and they'll talk I'm about why well, I only too. drink this. Yeah, I don't drink that. Sucks. I don't drink this. Yeah. You don't yeah. have Bud Light on tap? Oh, oh yeah. man, I don't <laughs> drink Bud Light. It's too short to drink <laughs> crappy American beer. That's back to the hillbilly beer. snob thing. That's back to the hillbilly snob. I'm talking about someone who says, well, "What kind of IPA you have? What have the one? Can you tell me a little about it?" Or the wine people. And we got somebody that comes in here, one of our regulars that comes in. And he fancies himself a sommelier, a wine expert. There you go. And they'll start saying shit. And I go, you know, they didn't. This is a part of the wine. Let's go to the wine snob thing. They did a study. And they found out after all this rating shit with wine, that once a bottle of wine was over $30, most people don't know shit about wine. Oh, I don't most know shit don't about know wine. the difference between a box. Okay. But if you give it give it to them in a glass, they won't know if it came from a box or a bottle. Yep. With okay. a screw top or a pull cork. Yeah, and they'll use it. And they'll use it like that's all they I mean, know. You can always tell Mogan David, yeah. that shit's just nasty. <laughs> well, wait, wait, wait. Mogan David is a, is a sweet wine. What if oh, there's a sweet shit what if, I that, know, but man. what if it was an expensive dessert wine and you, you switched it out with Mogan David? But you ain't on that you, might, you, you might get away with that. Little man of Shevitz with you? My sister did. My sister was a wine snob at one time, and my dad uh, gave her a dessert wine and said, What are you tasting it? She goes, Banana, some fruit, and other fruit, and all this stuff. And she goes, How much How much do you think it cost me? And he says, This is real kind of elite. And, and Farm? it was Booze Farm, Banana <laughs> Red. <laughs> she said, Oh, this is very. Okay. Uh, the, That's then, fantastic. Um, the bar, the, the bar snobs, they, they, uh, they'll come in and says, you know, if you're making a drink, they'll, they, everyone has their own goddamn old-fashioned mix. 
They're Manhattan. They're mint julep. You got a way you make your drink. You got a way you make. I may have a way you make your drink. If you, I come in, if I come in, and I want to drink a particular way. I ask the person to make it that way. I don't make an assumption that they make it my way. Yeah, because there's di- many different old fashions. Gin, there are bartenders. Yeah, well, gin tonic is a gin and tonic, right? But once you get an old fashioned, and 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 also a martini is a martini. It should always be the Pretty same. Pretty much. Should all be always be the same. But once you get into mint juleps, mojitos, old fashions, Man, and stuff, you gotta get. I hate those drinks because everybody else is thirsty and wanting a fucking beer has to wait on some fucking <laughs> foo foo head with a foo foo fucking drink. It takes it. a bartender ten minutes to fucking make. It pisses me off. I, don't, I just I want like a beer. Like, you know what? If I have the ingredients, it takes me about a minute. If I'm well, ready for it. It feels for it. like forever when you're thirsty, I know, man. I know. It takes me about a minute when I have the ingredients. But sometimes when you're not ready for it, you got to look for them. And then, you know, when you're at a place that someone said, they're here. Now, this is a fun place. We have a full bar. We have, we, we're, we're middle of the road, and we got some uh, nice call uh, liquors and stuff you like guys, that. You guys have But when you start you. asking for all these different scotches and stuff like that, we're not a scotch bar. Oh, you got Johnny Black. We got Doers. Johnny Red. There's Glenn Fittich. You got Glenn Levitt. You know, and that's it. You know, oh, they got Johnny Blue. Oh, do that. Oh. They got Johnny Blue really? up there. Believe it or not, we got what? Johnny Blue. Twenty. Who did Johnny Blue? Johnny Blue. <laughs> yeah, Johnny 20? Blue. What do you mean twenty? Blue who? Twenty. Twenty for a uh, little. Rock oh, squad. it's more than twenty. Twenty. <laughs> it's more than 30. twenty. Johnny Blue. Uh, Johnny Gold maybe. Uh, it's gold higher than blue. I don't know. But here, I'm being a. I'm sounding like a bar snob, but I'm not a bar snob. Um, a sports snob. Oh, that was sports snob. They go like this and they start Holly. talking Holly's about a sports snob. saying shit like you don't know who the best receiver is. And well, my defense, if you're, if you're, listen, if you're just spending the whole week building your fantasy team, we're not going to know shit no. about what you know. So don't try to make anybody feel like a piece of shit. They're not going to feel like a piece of shit. Just let me watch the game. I'm still not going to care. That's good. Not even a little bit. The clothes snob. Now, that's not as much for, you know, hey, listen. (laughs) You could do it. That works with Hillbilly. Hillbilly could be the clothes snob. Because what what if um, someone's walking around with sandals and uh, uh, white socks? (laughs) I do that all the time. I know. I kind of pictured you doing that. But that kind of fits in with the hillbilly. But it's only when it's cold that I do that. And if it's really cold, I wear wool socks. You're smoking weed and all that stuff. It's all right. There is nothing quite so out of date as everybody's wardrobe down here when it gets cold. We get the first cold front. That is funny. You You see that cold front? When when I say cold front, it's like 55 degrees. Oh, man, we're bundled up like Eskimos. I am. I can't stand it. You see uh, the big ass mittens. Three-quarter-legs, Yeah, 55 (laughs) up where I come from and where where we all come from. I guess I'm still kind of – I'm only 10 years away from that. And But I remember in the the classes, I threw a fleece on and my gym shorts on and my – it's uh, Under down Armour, here, man, we have the relentless breeze that may, always makes it feel colder. Plus, ours is a really wet cold. Oh, your balls are hanging out because you're old underwear, so yeah. you must be cold. Yeah, man. They've been stripping off like, like that's, little that's, baked beans. That's I'm I, drinking tea, my friend. Um, yeah. Yeah, what the hell. Yeah. Hey, I put a tab up there for you. Oh, thanks, bro. You're welcome. Um, there's the, broke. Oh, there's one. <laughs> you're both the, uh, the, the music snob. You guys are music snobs. Oh, I'm a complete music snob. Yeah, yeah. Music snobs. And I always have been. You're hillbilly and music snobs. I've gotten, be, I've gotten better. I'm a little and more of an IT snob. I have not got not gotten better. Luke bitches at me all the time about, you know, why don't you play electric? But why don't you do this? It's like, look, if it's not bluegrass-based stuff, I don't want to play it. Is that it? Wait. What's that? If it's not bluegrass-based stuff, I don't want to play it. No, no. He, he, and he bitches at me about it. He's like, why don't you learn that song? I'm like, I don't want to learn that song. I don't want to <laughs> <laughs> why the hell do I want to play that song? Well, you know, over I, the years, I've gotten to where I enjoy playing all kinds of shit, man. I know. I, and I have a good time playing a bunch of stuff. Okay. And, and and I, since I'm doing my bill for you, I've already played reggae and shit Since before. I moved down here, I have yeah. expanded my, my Get musical Get that mic tastes. up there. Let me, okay, there you go. Yeah, I wasn't hearing you. But, you know, Cody James, he reworks a lot of songs yeah. that he worked. Uh, I heard him do a, did he do a U2 song? Um, not that I recall. I heard someone covering a U2 song on a country station. Well, it's a great. You can rework almost any oh, yeah. song, you guys, I think. 
if it works, if, I mean, obviously it has to be. We, we change a bunch of stuff into bluegrass covers. Yeah, you could you could cover so. almost any pot. Yeah. I, how about um, like a Beyonce song? Oh God, that shit ain't even music, no. man. Are you kidding me? Wait, if you hold listen on. to the lyrics no, 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 and that no. stuff, it's just. Have you heard Richard Thompson doing uh, what? Oh shit! Oops, I did it again. Britney Spears. Is it good? It's fantastic. Okay. Of course, it's Richard Thompson, so it's going to be good. I don't have no but idea. But that's who that and is. Then oh, shit! I lost my phone. Oh, you lost your. I have well, no idea welcome. what time it is. Go, go and look for your phone. Five twenty-two. Yeah. Five twenty-two. Oh, okay. I gotta go in eight minutes okay. anyway. I probably left it in okay. the van. We got your your science. Thank you, ma'am. You got your science and your uh, your science knob. Um, yeah, geek snob, nerd snob, religious snobs. No, 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 the snob. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm in another, another world when it comes to that. Because I can kind of talk to, the, I can talk some of the nerd thing, and then you got the computer geek uh, ones. <laughs> I can right? be guilty of that. You could do that. So you, you walk in many. I, I, I can't do that. Yeah, I'll, I'll walk into a new account and just look around and go, no, you can't pay me enough money to do that. Really? Oh yeah. Huh? I, I, I'm retired from, the, from that shit. Unless you got a unless you got a sweet gig, I am not gonna walk in and. You know, there's a Comic Con nerd your, too. Your you twenty know? years, your twenty year old shit that's been sitting here. No, I can't make that work. Thank you. Goodbye. Well, I know, I know that, I know that happens. But when when someone talks, to, when they start talking to you about. Um, user interfaces and things like that i had to, uh, today i was on there studying what machine learning was and i thought i confused artificial machine language machine learning freedom is a feeling and the best way to truly feel free is behind the wheel of a jeep suv find out what true freedom feels like at jeep freedom days and now, financing at $2,500 total cash allowance on the purchase of a 2022 Jeep Grand Cherokee WK Laredo 4x4. Don't miss this great offer. Financing for well-qualified buyers through Chrysler Capital. Not all buyers will qualify. Residency restrictions apply. Must take retail delivery by 531-22. Jeep is a registered trademark. It's I don't know. What's machine learning? Machine learning. There's machine language. Uh, machine learning is how algorithms set up that... A, um, it's, and there's all different types of way uh, a, a computer or oh, a, I got it. can can learn through trial and error through uh, a either or or a well, that's artificial like, intelligence. Like a, what artificial intelligence? Different. They're different. Yeah. It, 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 Machine learn, learning is different from artificial intelligence. That's so strange. That's why I was having a hard time because now it, everyone's talking about me. It's a matter of. Uh, Tuning your algorithms for the for the correct answer for the majority of the question, like those. Uh, well, it, what it freaks me out because I don't understand none of this shit is how they like a search engine has these algorithms. Exactly, it's a decision, and, uh, it's a decision that's, engine, and that's how, what machine learning. Whoever is. the yeah, fuck came up with that shit is way smarter than I am. I'll tell you that. Put two letters and it comes up. You're like, damn. Yeah, yeah. Like well, and learn, learn from your your previous choices. Well, that's that's bizarre shit too, you know. But I do like the fact that my computer knows all my shit for me, because I'm totally helpless if my if, yeah. if my computer doesn't work. I have no idea what any of my passwords are. I have everything programmed into my shit because everybody <laughs> hey, let's give as much information about Luke as possible so they can get into all his back. Don't say that on no, there. They don't say that. They, dude, I have done I have gone into multi-million dollar uh, medical practices and the guys asking me to leave his bank account on his desktop open at all times. That's crazy. I'm like, dude, <laughs> do you realize that I can walk in here, go bip, 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 and send all your money to me? Yep. He's like, oh, you can do that? <laughs> I'm like, man. You know what? Uh, well, I, I'll tell you afterwards, I guess, but we had to set up some accounts for the show here and stuff like that. And I had to. So in the future, when we need to uh, receive any compensation, I want to be able to do that. So I started setting up the accounts here, and I was talking to some people. We're doing some cross promotions with other podcasts and other right. podcast groups, and I'm trying to figure out how I can 
write a review on iTunes for someone's show to promote someone's show because the, the more uh, reviews you get, and I didn't know this, is it helps. And it turns out the more episodes we do actually helps our listenership. Now our listenership's going up week to week without promoting it. Uh, we should be up to like five, six hundred a week. And after we get up six hundred a week, within a, a month, we can go up to twelve hundred a week. Listen, well, there you go. And it goes. It's just. Yeah, it's we almost do appreciate like, you tuning and people, in and listening. And people keep on referencing that because they go see. Okay, you know, if I go, your I see your balls is one name of one of the episodes, right? <laughs> oh, I can should see your be. balls. Yeah, and then so it, it's one of the I always hate when that happens, man. When, yeah. Yeah, when a dude sits down and his you balls are hanging out of his shorts. Like, yeah. Are you one of those guys? Like, dude, hey, hey. No, man, like, I, I wear tight enough man. underwear yeah. to keep my you know, nuts up a little bit. It does in shorts and stuff like that. If you're walking a or lot. swimming trunks. You yeah, know? yeah, they, they, they wear out right well, there. Well, everybody now wears really long pants. You yeah. know, back yeah, in the 70s, the, we the wore fucking really shorts. I know. Shorts. There were less, there were they were not speedo oh, light. Oh, wow. What but they were huggers. Oh, what yeah. a fucking traumatic no, fucking no. memory, man. And I remember my fat fucking elementary school coach <laughs> wearing his fucking tight shorts. Wait, and his nasty, hairy, sweaty ball falls out in front of the whole class, man. He was bent over the pit. Oh, it was oh. just... Him? No, but everybody was... Oh. Okay, he didn't get... He, he was a nice guy. Man. No. Okay. But, but, he said he's a nice guy. He didn't hate him. But that oh, yeah. was traumatic for everybody, man. Oh, I'm I, don't, sure it I was. think some of the little girls actually puked, man. They oh. were like, What, his ball fell out? Dude. It was a big, hairy, just nasty, sweaty ball, man. Splat. There it goes. I was playing like Clue or something when I was 10 years old. I was wearing pajamas. I think my babysitter was 12 and we were kind of laying on the side playing pajamas. And then my Pete Pecker <laughs> drops out of the front of my <laughs> thing. And, you know, it, it's a, hey, it's a nine, away. nine-year-old Pecker. When, so I, was I, a, when I was a little kid, man, I was extremely fucking modest, man. Yeah. I didn't like anybody to see me naked oh, at so all. Oh, me neither. I wasn't thinking. I didn't. Hey, listen. I but wasn't. Then after I, I wasn't really puberty, keen. I turned into a streaker. I wasn't. I wasn't. <laughs> I wasn't keen on that in high school when I started doing the locker room stuff. Oh, I hated that shit. I am, oh. yeah, man. And some of the guys got developed quicker and stuff. Yeah. And then when I got to college, it was no big deal. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Nobody yeah, cares. I, luckily, it always seems like there's a couple guys that were overly grabby and all that stuff because they weren't in touch. Hey, it's all right. I have no problem with that. But don't be homophobic and then turn out to be a homosexual. Yeah. Rapidly homophobic, if grabbing guys' balls, for, uh, and then you turn out to be gay. Yeah. yeah. Run for yeah, That's a dick move. Yeah. That's a yeah. dick move. Because it's like, dude, they picked on the gay, gay oh, guys. Yeah. They picked on the gay guys in school, it's and then like, they became one of them that's later like the, on. Uh, if, if there's ever a senator backing an anti-gay protest, yeah. you pretty much know he's going to get busted oh, down, yeah. da, da, down in, at in, the gay in, bar. In, or, or in a uh, airport bathroom <laughs> doing an extra-wide stance. It's funny. That's we're going to take sexual harassment. We were talking about that last week. Oh, fucking... What the fuck, Matt Lauer? And we thought uh, there's a bar south of here that does this every Tuesday, first Tuesday of the month, a Deadpool. And oh. and a couple of us didn't think that was good karma, you know, picking some winning money because someone died. But I thought what good karma would be the uh, sexual harassment pool because, first of all, it's already occurred. It had to occur in the past, right? And you right. pick someone's name randomly, and if they get busted that week... <laughs> And you make money. And there's there's justice. Justice justice was made. You know, Mm -hmm. justice was served because that person came out. And then you got it. I know. There's a lot of guys out there that go, oh, it's a lot lot of bullshit coming out and stuff. You know what? If a girl that, you know what? If you're making someone feel uncomfortable, don't do it. Don't get pissed off at me because I support. I have a daughter. And I tend to agree with, you know, a lot of but guys say something. But if you watch this show, like, like the 70s show, they do a lot of ass grabbing yeah. on there and hiding yeah. in girls' closets and stuff. You know? A um, police company. Yeah. Police company was that. Coming back on my door. Yeah. We've been waiting for you. Do where do the do kisses do are do. hers and hers and his. I knew too his much fucking that song. Hers and hers. So, but no, we do that. We, got, we could put the names up there and it could be. Just think of anybody up there. Think of that guy, Neil deGrasse Tyson. <laughs> no. Oh, what, that please. guy. Who's the guy in the wheelchair? Stephen Hawkins. Well, uh, he can't, he I, can't I picked move, two scientists. So. 
Uh, oh, okay. Who's the guy with the, with the crazy hair and plays the saxophone? Oh, uh, Michael Bolton. Kenny G. Oh, Kenny G. Michael Bolton, yeah. You got the thing. Oh, Michael Bolton, definitely. I mean, he's either grabbing a girl's ass or a guy's ass. One oh, or the other. Yeah. I don't know about him. Uh, one or the other. Uh, uh, Barry Manilow. <laughs> With Barry a guy. Manilow is gay. Yeah, yeah, but it doesn't matter. You can still and, and So I'm justified because for Kevin years Spacey. I used to say, I know he is gay. Oh, gay. come on. I always knew Barry Manilow was gay. I write the song to make the young girls cry. Yeah, no. He's always been he's still a great cry. songwriter. But that's not, it's not, it's all right. It's, it's a shame he couldn't come out earlier. Well, he couldn't have. Awesome. Cool, cool, he couldn't cool, have, man. And he's sitting there, man, all these chicks throwing underwear up on the stage. Oh, man. No, that really happened. Yeah, man. You ever see the oh, stage yeah. at a Barry Man? No, I like that bird chin man. and that weak nose you have there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, Barry. Oh, no. Barry, you touch me. He was you a touch fantastic me, songwriter. He was yeah. singing songs that made young girls wet is what he did. Yeah. Okay, how about Liberace? Did women ever throw their underwear for No, a, I don't think so. He was, no. was butt-fucking-ugly, man. Bless yeah. his heart. Oh, okay, who's, we who's talked the, about that uh, show. It's behind a chandelier. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that wasn't was, that bizarre? He made that guy get... He made yeah, his whoa, whoa, no. companion yeah, whoa, get whoa, whoa, whoa. plastic surgery to look more like him. Oh, man, that sucks. Yeah, that's you know what? Weird. And it's from being closeted, I think. I think it's wonderful that people are out nowadays. George. Oh, shit, I got to oh, go. Yeah, go. Yeah, All Luke's got to go. Okay, Thank man. You, we appreciate hey, it. Take care, man. All it's right. good to see you. You actually Keep get to on play trucking, buddy. And if anybody makes it to Key Largo, make sure if you're here on Wednesday night to come see us at the hey, fucking you, pilot house. If you come across, any, come down if here you come across any edibles, could you pass them along? Um, we ate all the edibles that came really home from oh, California. Holy shit. I, yeah. I, I think we might be able to. I ate the last three right gummies the other day. Let's get some, man. You know what? I'm in, I'm in a good zone Thank right you, now, so I'm all right. I mean, I'm, I'm in a low stress zone. There you go. Yeah. So, uh, this last thing, I was, we were talking about sexual harassment and all that stuff. Oh, uh, today came up. We were talking about. Uh, some guy comes in here. We're talking about a murderer, okay? A guy was convicted of murder down here. The guy with the drug dealer uh, thing here. Oh, yeah, here. I saw that, yeah. Yeah, he got convicted. Uh, Did he? Yeah, yeah. Okay. It was a first degree, I think. So what happens? The guy's defending him, and he says, okay, that's um, – that guy was set up. Was he? No, that's what he said. Oh. He said that guy was set up, and the, the tape that they kept caught, this was a murder that took place two years ago yeah. in Dude, Tavernier. Uh, yeah, broke uh, in a guy, killed okay, everybody. I'm going to give you a, we'll give you a, fill in the blanks yeah. on this. A fisherman comes across a big brick of cocaine, like uh, maybe 40 kilos or something like that, a huge amount, and he uh, decides he wants to sell it, and he gets in touch with a couple you know, mid-level dealers or low-level dealers and starts having them sell it for him. And at, during the process, the seller wants to start renegotiating the, the terms. Deal. Yeah. And the guy who found it, now this is what the um, came to the conclusion trial, w didn't like it. He went over to visit him. The guy was living with his fiance and... Two their kids. Two kids. Two kids. I, two, their kids go to school with my daughter. Yeah. Um, and, they, and he ends up uh, purportedly killing them. Now, the guy that drove him, a guy went along, he testified and testified against the guy that was convicted. So today this guy comes in and says, well, the tape that has him in the neighborhood was erased that day. And the images they recovered was something blah 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 and then he goes and says and six months after that happened the state's attorney committed suicide so they think that maybe the state's attorney was the one that or you know was the one that erased it this is what he's saying i said well okay why don't you why don't you just go to miami her why write a note or to the innocence project you know there's places yeah. like that go and do it yeah and they goes comes up and goes, oh, I, re I really don't want to say that. And I said, wow. So you're you're ballsy enough <laughs> to come up with a conspiracy thing to say a murderer is not a murderer. Right. And, uh, but you don't want to do anything. If you believe a guy's in jail and you can go to, if I believe someone was innocent. Oh, yeah. Holy shit. 
I'd be talking about it on the radio the whole time. I don't think this guy's innocent. Mm, probably not. I don't think he is, so I don't feel that compelled to go and do this. But if you had me, you couldn't stop me. You couldn't have any horses drag me away from uh, yeah. writing letters and doing shit like that. If Constantly someone came review up, it, review it, review it. Yeah, I would, I would be out there. But then we started talking about uh, serial killers and said, well, he's a nice guy until that time <laughs> he killed that guy. Yeah, but other like the OJ, the only thing guys that hang with OJ say, OJ's really good except the time he, he killed his wife and nearly cut that other guy's head off. So, But he's a great guy to hang out with, <laughs> right? I'm sure he is. And, and then I would say, how about that guy? And I said, uh, I was mentioning um, Ted Bundy. And he was really charming. I'm sure. And uh, he charmed the pants out for girls and stuff like that. And killed him, killed a sorority, went yep. to a sorority, killed, or uh, the fe- I don't know if it was a sorority or a female housing thing on college, but he got in there and he killed a bunch of girls. And all, but he's besides a the other ones, he's a charmer. But this guy started saying, oh, yeah, but he liked guys, though. And he started going, but he's in Minnesota. And I go, you're talking about Dahmer? Dahmer's not a charmer. No. I think when Dahmer, when he said to the father, we yeah. said, we found his thing. The father looked yeah, at him he, and said, like, well, yeah. went, oh, uh, I'm not surprised. Anybody knew Dahmer goes like, oh, yeah, that That's, guy. That oh, I, he's a serial killer. Or maybe yeah. Richard Speck, the uh, uh, Night Stalker, uh, uh, Ramirez, uh, Son of Sam. You see Son of Sam, Berkowitz? Yeah. Berkowitz definitely looked like uh, a serial killer. Um, I mean, the ones that look like one. John Wayne Gacy, a clown. I apologize to people that are clowns out there. But if you think the guy's a construction worker, a clown, he buries how many? 36 guys under his yeah, house. That's, that's Th- that guy is a serial killer. You know what I mean? Well, the good thing Ed is Gein, nobody's Ed burying Gein. anybody under their house down here. No, you can't because you know <laughs> it'd be really hard. They'd have to chisel that coral up. You'd have you to know? get you'd, you'd have to be out there with a bobcat. All you have to go is 28 miles north here yeah. and go into Everglades. Yeah, just dump dump and the body off dump the alligators and take care of that it. up. Uh, but that uh, I I don't mean to end it on a downer note, but there's uh, when someone said, "Oh, well, they didn't look like a killer." Well, I mean, that's the way a killer is, you know. Well, I don't know. I mean, if you walked around and looked like a killer. I mean, these gang members out there and stuff like that, they got the tattoos on the face. Yep. They look like killers. But, you know, there's guys that, the, um, who was the guy? The uh, BT, he was out in St. Uh, not St. Louis, Kansas City. Uh, I'm not uh, sure. He was called Bind, Torture, Kill, BTK Killer. BTK okay. Killer. And he was doing it for like 15 years. And the guy was sending uh, these notes out to people. And you don't know. Some people, when you go... When they catch them, they go and say, I guess you don't want to admit culpability. Right. You're going to look at it and say, well, the guy did have his, his, his whole uh, basement was blacked out, and he was running a chainsaw really late at night, and he wasn't cutting any wood, <laughs> and there was a lot of screams going on. But I thought he was in a heavy metal band. He was just experimenting with different instruments. There. Well, well what the might, fuck? that's a little far, far-fetched. No, but uh, I was talking to a friend of mine down here, and then... Um, the, the keys, uh, normally in the keys, there could be like uh, just a couple murders in the whole uh, county. Oh, yeah. I mean, if, the, if there's one a year, that's uh, uh, actually, yeah. we just had a big one. Uh, no, um, but they, they, what they're saying is because after the storm, right. it, just, it just changes. Yeah, normally it's, brings a lot it, of different normally people. Normally it's one a year, and normally it's transients. Yeah. Well, it's going to go back to normal now, but right after that, there was a lot of people coming in there. Looking for work, there was laborers and things. Thing. Not that laborers are more likely, but a large body of people can come in, and you have you could be more anonymous. Right. Being in a group of people, that's why cities yeah. and towns. Uh, that's why you don't see like, uh, you know, serial killers in small towns doing it. Yeah, because they're more likely in Tampa, that, New that, York. That's the thing with the keys. It's such a small, tight community. It's like you're going, hey, that boy is wrong. Yeah, and. Yeah, you know already. You you can't. It's hard to be insular. Well, you can't be insular, but you're gonna live in a you're gonna live in the mangroves. It, well, you yeah. know, and dress in bags and walk around and. Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna get. We're gonna finish on some high note now. Yeah. Let's let, let, let's move thing. back to some. Let's talk about an old stuff. guy, experienced superhero shit. 
That's why I like to call it. Mike Myers used to do this bit called Middle Age Man on Saturday Night Live. <laughs> I remember that. You remember Middle Age Man? Hey, and he was saying, "Stop looking at my gut. I'm working on it." So, <laughs> you know, and, uh, since and, the and, wife, wife's cut off fried food because and my and cholesterol I'm sure, is high, and I'm high. sure a middle-aged woman has the same thing. But there's a lot that you know. As a young man, I used to hate shit like that. Getting advice from older guys. So look, there. Um, this guy Ray, I used to work with. He was a, a manager of mine. He was a friend. He kept on. Uh, he said, uh, he, anytime I would be uh, think and say I was thinking about getting engaged and stuff like that. Because don't do it. Don't you do it. Uh, don't do don't it. Don't do it. The Seriously, fucking man. you're getting won't, won't be the fucking. It wouldn't be worth the fucking you're getting. That's exactly. what he just said. You know, and and uh, uh, never say a woman looks fat or agree with a lead-in question about being fat. <laughs> to them. My dad has this Does one. Does this dress look make my ass look yeah. big? Yeah, this is old man. This old man. This one guy, old man Mike, used to in a catering place. He used to take these little stubbies of a bottles, all left, leftover liquor. There you go. And we'd have like 50, 60 bottles left. I never so often to be a half ounce of liquor in it, stuff like that. And he'd take it and pour all the liquor into one bottle. Ooh. And he called him Old Man Mike's Juice. And one time, one of the asshole waiters, and I was one of the, them, but I wasn't asshole enough to do it, put soap in it. Oh, there you go. Yeah. And he goes, Jesus Christ, I, I, put my, I made my juice the other day, and I shat myself silly. <laughs> you know? I bet he did. <laughs> yeah, this was in Philly. Um, yeah, but old man Mike's, I, he had some really great um, uh, advice about leftovers, how to mix them over and stuff like that. And it was just horrible advice. But most guys, <laughs> when you, you go through marriage, divorce, you see a lot of birth, death, illness, finance, courtship, uh, careers, they got a certain amount of experience oh, and yeah. knowledge. And they, yeah, and they can look back and, and pass it on. And I still feel like a 20-year-old. It's, it's it, because people are living longer. We're able to talk to 80-year-olds that are still working. Oh, yeah. And there's 90, 100-year-olds, and they can give you advice. And uh, my dad, who's very vibrant, 76-year-old, his, his, his big word of advice, it's not how much you make, it's how much you keep. Now, he's not being talking about being selfish or something like that. No. He's saying at the end of the day, how much money that you make. And, um, and he said uh, he'd also uh, say in a relationship, before you get married, you have to get on the same page when it comes to finances. Oh, yeah. He always said that. And he said, and it, 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 I know my dad sounds like an accountant, but he's a real relationship guy, too. He's really an, an, a real nice guy. And, um, but he says, you know, that's the thing that people are going to argue about and fight about. Yeah. Mo and Money's and, always pretty much the yeah, source of and, all and when, Yeah, and when I was fights. 20 years old, I'd look at You're a guy like banging me. banging the 18-year-old. Yeah. yeah, well, I was looking, yeah, if I was looking at a guy <laughs> like me. I was thinking the guy's really old and stuff like that. But I still have the, um, when it comes to finances and business sense, I'm more like a 20-year-old relationship, maybe 40, 50. I'm, I'm more like maybe that. With a, a child, I'm more like in my, in my 30s. No. But I'll tell you, where the one thing I'd be a superhero in, and I'm telling you this, it's with women. It's with women because I can spot. There you I go. can spot when they. I can see when there's an opening. What it is? I see it automatically, and I can see. I can turn it on or turn it off. I'd be friendly. Say this one. It's like this could be a business opportunity later on. Plant the seed. You're planting seeds, right? You're planting there, seeds. Yes, Don't yes. do anything well, stupid. Don't say anything like, awkward. Sometimes they want you to be. Investment. And sometimes they want you to be eager. Now I can't use any of these skills I have. No. I can't use them anymore, <laughs> but I would love to impart them on the guys. But young guys don't want to take any advice. <laughs> I could be like Cyrano de Bergerac. I mean, just give go. me that earpiece, yeah. and I'm going to listen to what you say, and I'll say I know exactly what to say. And I wouldn't want to use it for evil, so don't go in there and just screw a girl and leave her and stuff like that. I used to do that, <laughs> but I'm not saying that's right. But... Uh, well, the problem that's, is that the you get, now, now you need a little bit of advance notice. No, 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 no. I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying there. But for me, it's all, uh, it's for the uh, round three, oh. round two or three. Um, 
if it was Hell, new, some of them need round new, one. If it was new <laughs> and a new thing, I've, I've been doing. I think for I, I think what happens a lot is stress, being tired, too much caffeine. Um, a couple times, blood I, you pressure know what? medication, I have that. I, I do, I cholesterol really, medication. Luckily, I don't have that there problem. You go. But it, 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 to make you yeah, that, that, like that, a that younger guy, to, play a to make while. you a younger guy, the second and third time, yeah. You should be able to go like two, three, I mean, spend a whole night. Something. There you but, go. It, but then again, it's also how often you're with that person, too. And then, it, um, you know, absence makes the heart go familiarity. I could get in a lot of trouble for this stuff. But you should always, you should always think about stuff. But I have a very healthy, luckily I have a very yes. beautiful wife, and she makes me very happy. There you but, go. Uh, if, if my, my powers, uh, I, I can't impart them to somebody right now. I can't give that advice. I give dating advice. There you go. I, can, I, I do that every so often, but that's pretty much it. So this is going to be, I think we did, oh, we did. Yeah, we're about. We're at 47 minutes. We're all right. We shouldn't do much longer. We should stay away from that. Yeah, no, don't, don't no, drag it out too just, long. Yes, we shouldn't. We don't want to. Hey, listen, it could be one of those things where we start saying, for some reason, people start killing themselves at the end of it. <laughs> okay, we're, we're coming up on the holidays, folks. And uh, uh, Bill's, oh, I think I'm with you twice this week. I'm, I'm here tomorrow. Right. On, on the bar and Friday night. Friday playing night. Friday night. And uh, actually, I'm oh, playing Sunday, Saturday. And Saturday. Saturday. And sat, I'm not Saturday here Saturday. Night, I'm here with Saturday, Captain my Josh. daughter has a synchronized swimming uh, event up solo in. Solo um, synchronized swimming? She does solo and team. Okay. So we're going to have a good old time up there. That'll but uh, Bill, Bill is going to be playing. Bill and the Key Billies, uh, Cody James, uh, has a, they have beautiful vocals. They play great. They're going to be here Thursday night. They're going to be here Friday night. They start, I think, Thursday, 6.30, Sunday, Friday at 7. Are you playing Sunday for the uh, music uh, thing? Uh, I'm playing Saturday up? with Saturday uh, night with uh, Mike. Uh, Captain Josh. Captain Josh. We're going to be doing a Saturday, bunch of 7 uh, to 10. 7 to 10. Bunch of Gulf and Western and Key West music. Hey, you know what? It's a real treat to come in. You get to talk to Bill, too. That's always and, fun. And uh, you know what? And like Bill says, if you want to buy him a beer, buy him a beer. And, <laughs> and if you buy me a beer, i got to have one, uh, too. So so uh, this is uh, first. Say goodbye, Bill. Goodbye. We thank you all for listening. Thank yeah. you so much for tuning in, spending some time with us. Yeah, and join us next week, same time, same channel. We're the Keys Bartender. Thank you very much. Thank we you, all, Bill. We all appreciate you listening. Thank you, Bye. guys. Have a good night.